You're listening to a very moody sports show brought to you by Moody and Sons Electrical. Call for any electrical needs at 478-4328, area code 864. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Moody Sports Page, and follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Moody Sports Page on YouTube. Thanks for the support. Be gone. Okay. Be gone. <laughs> 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 Two episodes ago, we didn't turn the mics on or switch to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then last episode, we were fine. We were good. This yep. episode, we are pa, good. Pa, 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 pa. Pe, pe. I love that we just called ourselves out. We, we, we cut it. We cut it out. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> We'll determine after. I bet the under on Miles Turner's second half. Boy, was I wrong. Zach, was... you just told me you're not a gambling fiend. <laughs> no, it's Daily it Fantasy. sounds like there may be a it's, it's Daily Fantasy, brother. Daily Fantasy is not gambling. Here's the thing. I put <laughs> I put money in the first day. There was a $25 get $25 thing, so I had 50 bucks to start with. Turn that into over 1000 plus, dude. Turn that into, right now I'm sitting at 1089 total winnings deposited i've put 500 in the bank account from an initial 25 dollars investment i have watched sports my whole life for nothing for the pure enjoyment for the love of the game and you know what it's time to cash in it's time boys. to cash in the knowledge <laughs> so i've been reading some finance books and they were like the guy who goes to the gambling table and expects to win is always going to lose the game is set up in the favor of the dealer or the house or whatever I agree 100%. If you're going to a casino, if you're playing blackjack games in a dark alleyway back room, you are setting yourself up to lose. Sports, though, don't we believe it's not rigged, Dan? Do we still believe sports is not rigged? Dude, yeah, dude, stop. This is, this is a great, stop. This is a great intro. Stop, so, we're not doing So this. we'll use the gambling convo to talk about this to start the pod. The pod's rolling, I assume. Well, it's welcome in. It's welcome in Very Moody Sports Show. I'm Daniel Moody. I'm Zach Whittington. He's a so, degenerate. <laughs> have you seen the, uh, the comments on Instagram or the memes that's been lately? It's like, the NFL script oh, was real. Script. Everything's script. scripted. It's... Everything's scripted. So uh, I'm a huge WWE fan. Understand? I mean, that is the only one we can accept a script. I understand that. but uh, And people still hate on it. So, But in terms of real sports, in terms of the Vegas gambling lines, in terms of a team, for instance, at the end of a football game, they have the lead. They should just knee it out. But they go and score three more points when – they covered by half a point in the process of making that last field goal as time expires when it really makes no sense to kick that field goal. Do you there? I think there's no way you can say that gambling doesn't have some effect on teams making these lines. And so the players know the lines, man, you got to tell these players, families are betting on all the games too, based on the Intel they're getting. So I'm not saying I think everything's rigged, but I, I think there is purity to, I've played sports, I can tell you right now, high school sports are not rigged. I can tell not I, rigged. I have been I've been to high school football on a I've in a public school. I was like in a three A school, four A school now. So I mean, they only go up to five A. That's pretty big high school football. Like we played against Jadavion Clowney a year before I was on the team. So uh I know high school sports aren't rigged, Dan, but what are your perspective on just rigged sports in general? I just don't. Here's the thing. And so the funniest parts of it all are like when, you know, the, the humorous it's rigged where it's like the 
kicker botching a kick off the, off the top of the post or whatever, stuff like that, where it's like follows the script or whatever. And then like there's the videos where like Mike uh, or Kyle Shanahan's on the sideline in the Niners game. He's like, listen, uh, we're about to do a little out route from Kittle on the inside. <laughs> And he's going to grab him. He's going to hold him. And then, boom, he throws a flag because it's a hold. I'm like, that's not. And people are like, it's the script. I'm like, that's not the script. No, no. That is literally, obviously, I, a small man against a large man. He's going to hold him. That's just obvious. Yeah, well, it's not and just that. And Kyle Shanahan's like, that. hey, bud, you should watch out for this thing. Especially in football, it's too hard to organize all it's of that. It's too hard. I mean, I could see, potentially, you keep all your players in the dark. Like I said, I've played. I've been in the coach offensive play calling relationship i've looked at the sidelines at play cards and pictures of of you know that i love that don't you the offense oh, yeah this happened like in the mid 2000s late about, 2000s yeah, late to early 2000s you started 2000s. seeing these three white boards with it just random pictures anything. emojis it was the it, emojis it, so it's split in the fours it's usually a it's a there, there's like a four quadrants with like you may have like a clemson tiger paw a wendy's uh, logo. logo. Um, you could have a Nike check, and then like an emoji smiley. An face. emoji smile. Exactly. An emoji. Literally perfect. It. But you'll have three of these in a row. I thought this was amazing because before I, I played on East Side before they did this, where it was old school, and then like the new coach came in and hit us with this, and uh, it was easy because the, like the linemen were all looking in like the top right corner. Everybody just knew where to look, and that's what play calling is. You'll have so. We had 90 plays on our wristband that popped up. Yeah. But <laughs> it's it's hilarious for offensive line because for east side they divided it in two sections, 60s and 90s. 60s was run blocking. <laughs> 90s was pass blocking and it was basically like a 45 it was like a 50-50 split. 90 plays, it would be like literally I mean, there were screenplays and stuff like maybe like there's, there's like things. ten to fifteen assignments where like maybe we're running a screen and we have to be in a certain place on the offensive line. But really, offensive line is kick, drop, slide, block, or it's either we're going backwards for pass blocking or we're going forwards for run blocking. That is, <laughs> but for other plays, I'm sure receivers. You receivers know, is a little more. They complex. only have the route but tree. Like really. You're running a route tree, or you literally brought block. Or the quarterback calls the throw play, the pass play. You go run out, and you look back, you're like, oh, it was a run play. Yeah, I mean, well, run on, you, read it's a receiver, you're either run blocking or you're literally the route tree, which is what, like 14 routes? And yeah, you just, like there's and, only so and, many and places to run. And, and on <laughs> theirs, it just tells them on each play what to run. What's, you know? what you're running, yeah. But all of this is to say, I could see the rigging coming from maybe the coach. Literally, you keep the players in the dark. And it's literally a play calling thing. The coach literally like just calls screens the whole game or runs the same run play. And we're like, because as a player, we'd be like, why are we not throwing it to the good player? Why are we not giving it to our best player? We're giving it to the coach's son, which was an added layer, <laughs> you know. But it's uh, see, but the, so the, I could see rigging being play calling. So the script, I definitely. So I don't think there's rigging on play calling because. So here's the thing: is like. In football specifically. In the Super Bowl, this is a perfect example. The Chiefs literally could have scored. McKinnon, At the end of the game? End of the game. McKinnon but no, that is, is running. that's not the same. No, 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 it is. Because McKinnon literally had never scored, been in a Super Bowl, never scored in a Super Bowl. As a child, I guarantee but you. But he would have got yelled at football. if he scored. 
No, he wouldn't have. Yes, he would have. His coach would have been like, no, the right thing to do. As and a, he did the right thing. But do you know how many players are going to do that? There's players that would have run the ball in for a touchdown. Yes, and they're going to get yelled at on the sideline, and the Eagles are going to come back, and you're going to lose because of that. Okay. Good teams. That was a Patriots move right there. And so there's where the script is not real. No, that's no. That's that script would say score, give the give the Eagles a chance to score, and then the no because the script script is get Patty Mahomes his second Super Bowl because Brady's gone. But the same time, Zach, when you end the game with everybody complaining about the play call, the Eagles not having a chance with the ball at the end of the game. That's bull. Like the Chiefs did the right thing. Chiefs did the right thing, but that's that's not what that's just like just like with WWE. I'm not saying this specific game's rigged. Just about like with WWE. You're going to do, for a script, you're going to make it as dramatic as possible. So, therefore, you would have given the Eagles a chance to drive down, and they would have botched it or something because the script would have called for them not to win, but you got to give them a chance for drama. every game is scripted. The I'm only, saying there are instances in history where it, it, th- there think, has been intervention from the top level is what I'm saying. So the only and way, I don't want to believe the, that the only way I think that's real is the refs. But that being said, there's no ref that's like getting a call nah, mid game nah, from dude. Roger being like, "Dude, you got to fix this." No, it's literally the ref sitting there, and he goes, "We need an entertaining product. I'm just going to throw a flag here." Like there, there's there's probably somewhat of a conscious decision. Same time, how many times have you sat there and been like, "Oh man, this team is dominating," and they're still just getting plenty of calls like Alabama constantly dominate they're getting every call I'm like they don't even need the calls there's just there's so many and then like ask how many fans have been on the end of a like we're right there oh my god the storybook is right there the script has been beautiful and then it gets blown up yeah exactly how many times but that's where it's in like the script the funniest part of the, and the thing is i've, I've said this before like too the injuries i've said stuff. this before too it is so hard for everything to come together and when it's game time dude like so much has to go perfectly at once like uh in terms of all sports like sports are so incredible because you're in the moment bro it like, is it is coming <laughs> down to are you can you focus like i've been in a championship game where i thought we i thought we had a chance dude end of the first quarter we knew it was you met the game can get away from you like that in any sport. Like if you just, it can't, it's hard to be scripted, is what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's why they. It, it is a lot of it is a lot of organization. I've played almost every sport, and none of it was scripted. I get and I get what you're saying. The higher up you go, the more that there's like a money driven product the more likely there is going to be some form of an intervention from somebody that cares about the ratings and stuff. That's fair. But I still like to say like an NBA player sitting there and they're like, oh, I know the money line on this game. And like my homie bet me to go, you know, under this amount of points. No, he wants the points. Like you're a natural. Like you score to score. Not if he's getting paid out, dude. That's it, man. But the same, (laughs) there is, and this is like, Go I completely Calvin, disagree with what you just Calvin said. Calvin Ridley about this. Like players aren't doing this because Calvin Ridley had the literal he literally is not playing NFL football because of this same situation where there was a potential of him having somebody gamble on a situation I, I th- just the same. I think it's less about I the players gambling. Think I think it's just about how much money is tied to everyone 
that's tied to the people making the decisions. Like you can literally be a ref's cousin and bet so hard, dude, because you know your cousin's gonna call this game a certain way. You know that's but that's it's not totally but that's, humans but that's are not, corrupt. But, that, but that's not the ref making a call because of his cousin. His cousin's just putting a bet in because he knows his cousin. Like that's not you know what I'm saying. Like that's not him being like, hey, bro. I just put $10,000 on the game. I need the Chiefs to win. And he's like, oh, I got you, man. Like, now, if that's happening, there's a different story. But, like, him just putting in a bet because he I'm knows I'm saying it's reverse. I'm saying the ref is giving their family information on how he is going to call the game in order for his family to benefit off of his corruption. Like, I'm not saying it's pressure from the family. I'm saying the ref is like, hey, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a late penalty tonight against the uh, the Eagles. Because then you're like planning on there being something that could be penalized at the late point of the All game. All of these you games. Cannot back to, plan. What, back to what again, NFL. Unless it's scripted, you cannot plan on being like, bro, just just bank on the holding call that's going to blow up the Eagles' chances. Like, just bank on it. No, you can't bank. Like, you can't, like, sit there and say, but you can live bet in the second half. And he doesn't, like, the ref has no clue it's going to be 35 35 at the end of the game. Like, he's, like, insinuating the whole thing. If it's one part is scripted, Zach, it's all scripted. That's my thing. If one part is scripted. Now, if he's making a call to benefit himself, Mm. that is not a script. That is him being a dirty ref. Dirty and that is the complete different story of him Dude, just breaking laws. Dirty refs would be a great sitcom. That's just him breaking the law. So different story. But this whole podcast. Nobody breaks the law. We are dude. now, thir- I think, 13, 14 minutes in. I wanted to start this podcast on what beautiful weather we are having because <laughs> we're going to play some golf this weekend and we're about to play some disc golf disc after, golf. man. It's been fantastic weather. But yep. I'm excited, man. A little links this weekend. We got to figure out where we're playing. Yeah, I haven't done any research. No research I'm going to no suck. Oh, dude. it's going to be terrible. I'm going to definitely put some divots in the ground, and I'll have to fix those I have those a divots. problem putting divots in the ground. I wish I'd been... <laughs> I, oh, I, skull the ball or divots. I literally time. drive past a couple golf courses a day, and it's like, I wish I'd put better divots in the ground. I was watching Tiger play in the Genesis Open. You watch the Genesis Open? I watched a little bit. Yeah, I watched some of the Tiger. We watched, oh, watched John Rom, Saturday dude. together. Jo- John Rom is out of I his mind. I thought I was mind. home all week. And then dude, no, John, John Rom is playing out of his mind. Tiger made the cut line moving day. He had a good moving day. Good to see Tiger finish around. Um, but yeah, no, uh, the golf's going to be fun. I did skull or divot, it's always one or the other. There's no in-between clean shots. I love Never. my irons. I just, why am I so bad with the driver on a golf course? Why? You ever do the just why? like no no club dry swing, you know? Like I was standing, I was standing in the office the other day just like sort of hanging out for a second. I did a little like practice swing with no club in the hand and it would just go, oh my God, that felt gross. That, <laughs> it dude, felt so bad. There's so many memes about that. It's just about uh, you doing your golf swing everywhere, dude. That's such like a cringe old man move, too. It is a very old man thing. Dude, I'll do I can't say hoop. I won't do it. I'll I'm, do a little hoop As shot. soon as I talk about golf with somebody, I will do my fake swing. I will line up a fucking, like, it's like a, it's, I'm probably using like an eight iron when yeah. I'm holding yeah, my Yeah, I feel you. Mine is not it's, a full I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing a full swing. I'm just doing a. I do a little hmm. chip, a little turn the body. It's not a pitch because I'll, I'll get a, I'll get a pretty big back swing on the no club swing. So. <laughs> See, I just did it the other day, I'll do so fa- I am I'll, cringe. I'll walk around the corner, do a little crossover on the corner of the wall, and I gotta pull watch. up Jay. Got to watch that nowadays. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I am yeah, going to play basketball soon, though. I'm excited. You are? 
Yeah, but not against people. Not against people. Just shoot. I'm gonna do hoops. a shoot around after we'll shoot a the long warm up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Get back out there now that it's nice weather. It'll be fun. Um, Zach, sporting wise, outside of rigged sports, um, hockey. Been watching hockey and XFL. Man. You've been watching hockey and XFL, dude. I've never watched hockey in my life, but I've watched like a couple games. It's I been- mean, it's not. It's funny how much I know about the Florida Panthers, <laughs> and it's funny about. I know more hockey than I think I do, but I also have no idea what's going on. But I the I watched my first overtime game. Awesome. They went to shootouts. Awesome. I love a shootout. Dude, San Jose Sharks. They got like a four a big victory this week. Yeah, too. they got a good victory, but then they I think they lost two back to back after. You but know, that's fine. It's also know. like yeah, we're a bad team, so you just sort of enjoy the victories when they come. Like that's mm-hmm. We're at the point of the season where so we accepted are you, that. Are you a Carolina fan at all, or are you all San Jose? I mean, you know, I went to the Hurricanes game last year, and that was, was fun. But, was. like, I, it's just yet again. We, I said, I struggled to just be like, I'm going to hop on this. It's like, I, if you I just hop on, on San Jose Sharks. Well, it's just, just hopping on, the like, Bills. the good teams. Like, the uh, Hurricanes are literally one of the best, like, four or five, t- six, t- top six yeah, teams in the league. Yeah, but shouldn't we relish in that? And, like, that's cool, but, like, I literally didn't watch hockey and then went to one game and I'm gonna be a Hurricanes fan. Like, the, and it's, it's sounds pretty credentialed it, to it, me. It's, they, you go back probably three years, they weren't making playoffs. Now suddenly they're making playoffs all the time. They're nasty. I'm like, I, I just feel weird. I'm not all about jump, jumping on the bandwagon. There's a reason Daniel reps the Hawks. There's a reason because I, we're they, we are down with the mediocre. There's a reason I rep the Hornets, man. <laughs> there's a reason I don't have it. I won't. Like if if I jumped on an NFL team, I'm not gonna hop on the Chiefs. You know, like I'm not gonna hop on the Eagles right now just because the Eagles. I like we're Jaylen Panthers Hurst, fans, aren't we? But I'm no, not you're a, a Panthers fan. fan. Nope, I have no loyalty to NFL team. Bills but fan, Bills fan, go Bills. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a table. And listen, I was on the Bills when we had everybody said Josh Allen was gonna throw more interceptions than touchdowns. That and was they were a while right. ago. They were right. That first two years, they were right. Not anymore. Now he throws 50-50, you know, right down the middle, 500. So, speaking of quarterbacks, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to go to the Jets. Has his eyes readjusted to the light? I feel like it probably took him, like, a, at least a week for your eyes to readjust. So, here's my thing. He's in a room full of darkness. I bet he had sunglasses on, too. Oh, he had to block out the haters still because they were still talking from outside the darkness. <laughs> he said it was in a hobbit-like tomb. Dude, big. <laughs> a tomb is a weird dude. Way to it was an underground it. structure, hobbit like, with like earth over it type deal. All right, it's now I'm just feeling. Did he actually just pay for like a hobbit house that they like dude, built back in the day? Big news, big news. I watched an hour and a half of Fellowship of the Rings, dude. All right, so now we're gonna have to dedicate and watch all of it together dude, because I, I am gonna finish Fellowship of the Rings, and I'm. So so I love that. Movie. They're so good. It's oh so good. So emotional. We're gonna watch Rings of Power together. It's gonna and be then, great. So I only got like halfway through because it is like a three-hour movie. But if um, you're watching the regular theater version, <laughs> the, the, the director's cuts like four hours. <laughs> awesome. It's but uh, they got to like the mine, and then I like I had to go to sleep. But I got the to the part where. Uh, the meme came up. One does not simply go to Mordor, and I lost it. It's like one of the original memes, one man. One does not simply go to, to Mordor. Mordor. It's so true, though. Like you don't just walk in the door. And it's it, not like knock knock, and hey, was, bud. And it's funny for me because I haven't seen Lord of the Rings, so I don't really know that guy. He's famous, but I know him as the bad guy in National Treasure. So now, <laughs> 
So knowing what I know about him going back to this, I already know he's a bad guy. Going <laughs> oh into, I'm only halfway through the movie. He's a bad guy slash good guy. So You're I'm, like, so when does Nick Cage get here? <laughs> he's in Mordor. He's in Mordor. You got to go. Give he him he is the, the bad spirit or whatever. <laughs> oh, look, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. But yeah, uh, Aaron Rodgers, do you, so are you, I mean, you asked me where I think he's going. So, you know, the Jets are the room, big rumor. They got uh, the offensive coordinator from the Packers. I can't draw a blank on his name right now. Um, But uh, coming out of the darkness retreat, Aaron Rodgers, potentially the Jets. Uh, Raiders Mm -hmm. is a possibility as well with Derek Carr not being released from his contract. Uh, So... I don't know, Zach, where you think he's going. I feel like the Jets is the I most hope likely. He, goes to the Jets, he could go back to the Packers, but I feel like that's weird. I don't feel like that bridge is really there anymore. I feel like it's pretty burned. Um, so I don't know. I feel like I feel like if I, I I just like most people are really saying, like, if you're Derek Carr, you better be pressing them Jets and be like, dude, just Yeah, I'm pressing on the Jets to tell them. Because, like, the fact that Aaron Rodgers hasn't even made an announcement, he's been out, what, like, 24, 48 hours from the darkness? Like, I would assume. The darkness. The darkness. I love just call it, like, it's a whole, he, I like imagining it wasn't even, it's like a he bubble went to a fancy of just Airbnb black darkness. And turn the lights off. <laughs> That's even better. He closed That's all the That's what blinds. he did. He did, no, he just paid for some earthy Airbnb somewhere, stayed there for a night. It was probably super expensive, and he turned the lights off and shut the windows. That's well, all he did. So do you think you, you like the Jets? I don't know. I like I like the Jets. I think the Jets, but I could see him going back to the Packers just because. It's funny how he's he's just, done this a hundred times. He's just it. like Aaron Rodgers, dude. I mean, he's just like Brett Favre. Just like Brett Favre, yeah. In terms of career path and like the same exact like arch and the way he does it, but Aaron Rodgers like resisted Rodgers. He resisted Favre so much initially. It was a uh, funny how things come around like that. Well, Aaron Rodgers, it's so strange for the Packers, too, because, like, the Packers, <laughs> if Aaron Rodgers comes back again, even if the Packers go get, like, a you know, their future quarterback, because Aaron Rodgers is not going to be playing forever, he's not going to, like, help the kid and stuff. Like, he's already said, like, any he doesn't, he's not willing to help his replacements and stuff. Like, that's so weird to me. It's, like, a strange thing if he goes it's back the same to the thing Packers. Favre did, bro. So... Which I guess that he's just doing the same thing Favre did to him. He's you like, I ain't going to help you. You can't accept that you're out the window, dude. Well, ain't nobody saying you're out the window at the same time. <laughs> we also aren't saying you're 25 years old, Aaron. So, wow. um, speaking of trades, because that's, I don't know, NFL-wise, pretty, you know, did see Jalen Hurts said that, uh, you know, they're just he's going to be just as hungry next year. I feel like Jalen Hurts, the Eagles, to some about them, they're gonna be back in the Super Bowl next year. I feel it. But uh, NBA wise, Zach, there were a lot of trades. We actually failed to note some of them last week uh, on the pod, just due to where the conversation goes. We always get carried. We started talking about the script today by accident. Um, but no, it was by design. <laughs> it was, it was, it was scripted. Like, it was in the script. Right? Um, but NBA wise, uh, biggest trades was the fact that. The super team of the Brooklyn Nets is completely no more at this point. Uh, Traded away James Harden last year uh, with him not being very pleased as far as the amount that KD and uh, Kyrie were playing and uh, whatnot. But this year they moved. 
Kyrie has been moved to Dallas, playing with uh, Luca. And I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like you got two big names that need to dominate the ball, and I don't think that's going to be – there's not enough ball to go around, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then KD moving to Phoenix. He has yet to play. Not yet to, you know, uh, start for the Suns. Yeah. He's been injured. Back to the Luka thing, Kyrie and him just got their first win together last night. I was like, feels like it's been a long time. Was that two weeks nearly? I mean, I know there was an All-Star break, but it was like three or four games before that. Yeah, they. I know, and I do know, like, the, before the All-Star maybe. game, like, they had two, maybe all three games beforehand that they together combined for 60 points, so it's not like they're not doing their thing. It's just, yet again, if they if they have to both have the ball constantly and they're going to score 30 points, there's not a lot of other shots going up, it sounds like, you know? Mm. So... Um, do you think the Suns getting rid of Mikel Bridges uh, with Aiton? Uh, you're gonna have Aiton, you're gonna have Chris Paul, and then Kevin Durant once he's healthy, he's out there. Uh, and then Devin Booker. You think that's like it's a it's a pretty good starting four. Add anybody really as a fifth piece to that. I feel like you have pretty solid. It's like the best in the NBA. Yeah, best start. But at the same time, like, what do you have after Mikel Bridges? I feel like was a really good piece for them. He had a good run before they traded him, scoring like I think he was averaging like twenty twenty five points, something like that. Like he was on a run a bit, a little tear. So yeah, he's a good player. That's how what you had to give up to get Kevin Durant. I mean, they're gonna be great. But I think the the Suns will probably be in the finals, honestly. Sun, yeah. And then the Lakers, I mean, they moved five new people, so they're looking great too. Having Russell lost. to the uh, Clippers, they got out from under that contract, which I think is a really big piece for them as far as being able to have more asset, uh, you know, uh, cap room to work with because he's, I mean, he was eating up what like forty eight something, like forty million or something. They get fat chunk of money. Probably more than that. Um, so, yeah, but I saw uh, he arrived in L.A. First practice the other day. He looked pretty hyped and pretty excited to be there. Uh, so him and Paul George, I think that'll be a little good combo. Uh, Kawhi, whenever Kawhi plays. Like, remember back when Kawhi was the talk of the NBA? You know, we literally, you couldn't have an NBA conversation without Kawhi Leonard. Wait until the playoffs. Um, it's just strange, man. It's so weird because, like, and then you're right. Once we get to the playoffs, he'll he'll pop up all of a sudden. Be just like Jimmy off. Butler. Um, the Heat did make a move. They got they signed Kevin Love. Kevin Love released from the Cavs off uh, the waivers. I did see they're going to retire the number zero Cav jersey. So, what? Um, yeah. I mean, what two time in NBA champion with them? Uh, one time. One time. Cleveland only won once. That's true. Just so the one-time NBA champion, and like he was the last piece from like that championship team. Really, like he was, you know. So like, I can I can understand the retiring of the jersey, but Kevin Love, Kyrie's. <laughs> I don't think Kyrie, Kyrie didn't leave on good terms. Kyrie it doesn't matter. He won Kyrie a championship is with him. Kyrie will. I don't think Kyrie will ever have a jersey retired because he will never leave on good terms. He has left the Cavs He'll on have bad re- terms. He no. left the 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 Celtics on bad terms. The Nets on bad terms. <clears throat> I've heard. I saw yeah, none of those. Almost got fooled. So Zach, we're both enjoyers of the Dan Lebetard show, and uh, this is not just specific Dan Lebetard. I assume this happens to just about anybody that's working, you know, doing sports podcasting, sports media work, or anything. Almost got tricked by a butt crack sports up to, uh, tweet the other day. Uh-oh. Saw Kyrie requested a trade from the Mavs because they didn't get a uh, Miles Leonard. 
Myers, and, and Myers Leonard, and uh, uh, you know, that's the most ridiculous him. thing. I've and heard I was, I saw it, and I was like, "Wait, what?" And I opened it, and said, "Bug." I was like, "Ah, oh, they got me, they got me." That's but, the most racist stuff I've ever. Oh heard. my god, dude! I was like, like "Dear Lord, guys. Thing that was dear Lord." Guys. That's pretty. That's pretty awful. Um, yeah, but Krat Sports, they'll they'll throw a funny tweet out there occasionally. Sometimes mm. a little little too push push the edge. But anyways, uh, yeah, I I thought the I thought the Kyrie Kevin Durant really the highlights, but Kevin Kevin loved to uh the Heat, the Heat trying to add a little piece there. Although I just don't think the Heat really have enough. Why did the Lakers not get Kevin Love? Is my question. I that, that is a good question too. That seemed like that would get have been the band an obvious back pick. together. Get the band back together. <laughs> they might have just ran out of space. Honestly, they, um, they got a pretty stacked team right now. Uh, so you know NBA. Trade deadline come and gone. We're now past the All Star break, so now is really when the you know I feel like the NBA season is going to ramp up here as far as uh, the intensity of the games and stuff. You actually been seeing it lately. There's been a lot of uh, technical fouls, like half of them involving involving Dylan Brooks. I swear to God, every Dylan Brooks game, there's him getting in a fight with somebody, him doing something. I'm like, dude, Dylan Brooks. I don't think you're that good. Don't like the Grizzlies, man. Don't like the Grizz. You're not a fan of John ja Morant, 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 uh, John Morant, John Morant. I just pulled. A, you can't say Morant on the radio. I just pulled a Game of Thrones name out of there for no reason. Anyways, but that was a fairly odd parent reference. <laughs> um, Zach, we got anything else? Ooh, actually, Disc Golf Pro Tour started back up yesterday. So I definitely gonna be keeping close track, watching. It's gonna be fun. Uh, but wanted to gonna gonna try to do the lock of the week, but for the disc golf pro tour tournaments each week. So and I feel like this may be a little tougher than just a football game. You see, all you got to do is just put money on those lock of the weeks, and then you're a degenerate. I, I, will, I, I will join. I a, I'm so <laughs> close to doing it. It's called but I did. Uh, Andy asked me yesterday who I thought was going to take the tournament, Las Vegas uh, challenge, uh, and I'm, I, I chose Kevin Jones. Kevin Jones is the guy currently. I think he was in third place when we finished up the day yesterday. So, but anyways, just golf pro tour back. I'm excited. Uh, Daniel's going to be getting back into some amateur little, little uh, t uh, tournaments here over the night, over the spring. So, But yes, very moody sports show. We're out. Episode, I think it's 129? 29. I wore that number once. <laughs>